Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Sedgefield History Department's podcast on Germany. Now this podcast will cover the history of Germany between 1918 and 1939, so from the end of World War I through to the start of the Second World War. And it should be very useful for anyone studying GCSE history, but will also hopefully be interesting for everybody. So we start our story in autumn 1918. World War I has been dragging on for four years and the Allies, including Britain, France and the USA, are starting to gain the upper hand over Germany. Although morale in the German army was still quite high, they still felt like they could win the war, almost two million German troops had died and over four million had been injured during the course of the fighting in the trenches. And this meant that together the casualties amounted to 55% of the total German army. As well as this, the war had also cost the German government debts of over 150 billion marks, marks being the German currency. Things had also gotten a lot worse within Germany itself. The British Navy had been blockading German ports preventing food, medicine and other supplies from getting in. And over 750,000, so that's three quarters of a million, German civilians had died from starvation and malnutrition. There was even photographs of dead horses in the streets in cities like Berlin and Munich being cut apart and eaten because people were so desperate. German society was beginning to crumble. Workers at a car factory in Stuttgart went on strike. Rioting took place on the streets of many German cities. And then finally in Hamburg, the German Navy mutinied and refused to follow the orders that they were being given. It was becoming clear that Kaiser Wilhelm II, who was the German emperor, the leader of Germany, had lost control of what was going on inside Germany. And on the 9th of November 1918, he abdicated. And this means that he gave up his throne and he fled to safety in the Netherlands. According to one politician in Germany who visited some German cities in late 1918, Germany, our motherland, lies in ruins, exhausted by the most terrible struggle in history with its people broken, starving, despairing, from sheer nervous exhaustion, mechanically struggling forward along the paths of anarchy and war. The term he uses, anarchy, means chaos without anyone in charge. So after the Kaiser abdicated, there was for a time uncertainty about what would happen next. As the riots and the strikes continued across Germany, they became known as the German Revolution. Without the Kaiser, the Emperor, Germany was no longer a monarchy, and in its place something called a republic was declared. And a republic is a country where it is ruled by a government, not a king, a queen or an emperor. The person responsible for declaring the republic was a man called Philip Scheidemann, and he was a member of Germany's biggest, biggest political party, the Social Democrats, or the SPD. And in his speech he appealed to the people of Germany for peace, 
an end to the rioting and the striking, and he exclaimed, long live the German Republic. The Social Democrats had to work quickly to establish the new republic because they were afraid that a second revolution might take place and that this might be led by the communists, a group who had taken control in Russia and were feared across Europe. And the Social Democrats were worried that their plans for a successful new German republic might be ruined. Friedrich Ebert, the leader of the Social Democrats, was appointed quickly the first Chancellor of the Republic. He quickly made agreements with the German army and formed a council of people's representatives to lead the government while it was drawing up its constitution. Now the word constitution just means a country's system of government and laws. But by taking these measures so quickly, Ebert ensured that Germany was able to avoid being taken over by the communists or any other extreme groups that were currently posing a threat. And then finally, on the 11th of November 1918, Germany, under Ebert, signed the Armistice. Now, the Armistice was the agreement between Germany and the Allies to finally end the First World War, to cease fighting. This then led to something called the Treaty of Versailles, which you might be familiar with, and this was one of the most controversial and damaging events in Germany's history, and it's something that we'll look at in one of the future podcasts. So hopefully we can see that by the end of World War I, Germany was struggling in all areas. People were starving, the army was being defeated, and soldiers and workers were going on strike. However, we also see that there was an opportunity for hope. The Republic replacing the dictatorship of the Kaiser and the armistice being signed. So tune in for the next podcast to find out exactly what happens next. Thanks for listening. Hopefully it's been interesting and informative and I hope you'll come back for the next episode.